welcome to City Talk with Sabrina Bengo and Liz Hartman. And hello, New Bern. Happy, happy, happy Friday once again. Once again. What did I say? Every other day. Oh, every other day is Friday. My nose is running. My eyes are running. It's okay. It's really good picture. You look I like a it. pumpkin, though, so you're perfectly yeah, on I thing. am. Do I look like I love it. Hey, I've been a pumpkin for a while. <laughs> I would rather be a squash. <laughs> oh, really? We call you a squash. You know, long and lean. Oh, <laughs> oh, uh, got it. That's a good Long and lean. Much rather be long and lean. <laughs> but anyway, welcome, everybody. It is time for City Talk. You're here with... Liz Hartman, my wonderful co-host that I can't believe it's been weeks now. It's We've been, been weeks. <laughs> she's she's going to be hating me. I actually <laughs> no, she's going to leave me again. Nice. <laughs> uh, but it's time for City Talk. We've got a great, great show today. You definitely want to stay with us. We've got um, Melissa Regal here today from Visit New Bern, Craven County Tourism Development Authority, all in the same. And we've got uh, Judy Avery, my good, good friend who I've worked with for many years. And we're going to be talking about this new race that's coming, Trails to Try On, we're going to be talking about, and other really good uh, tourism things. And then in our 8.30 segment, you want to stay tuned because we're going to have uh, Victor Dove, who is a candidate for school board. And we're going to be talking to him about uh, his thoughts and you know why he's running and learning more about him, as I said Earlier, uh, this show is open to all candidates. Don't care what your party is, what your affiliation is. If you are running, we are happy, happy, happy to talk to you all the time. Um, it's what it's all about. This is City Talk, and we want people to know what you're talking about in the community. This is going to be a great weekend for Newburn, and at the end of the show, we'll recap and talk about it. But there is so much going on tonight, and this weekend, of course, it's Art Walk, it's Mum Feast. And it's also Ghost Walk, which has been going on for years and years and years. And it's just such a great, great uh, event for downtown Newburn, for all of Newburn. And we're going to be talking about that in a little bit. Uh, and, you know, as always, I want to get a veteran update because with your new promotion and your new gig that you've got going, I know you're really busy, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. So it's good. Anything I love being busy. you want to really quickly update before we get into our guests? Um, no, let's jump into the guests. We'll you save ready? it for the end. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Keep All right, everybody. So good morning. And we are welcoming again, uh, Melissa Riggle, who is the executive director of the Craven County Tourism Authority, or better known as Visit Newburn, and Judy Avery, who also uh, works with Visit Newburn, does um, social media and other things. She has her own company, which is called J Avery. Events and Marketing. Events and Marketing. Mm -hmm. And you're here this morning to tell us about a new event. So welcome to City Talk. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. We're happy to be here. Happy first? to have you. Sure, you go first. Well, um, Trail to Try On, which is presented by Warehouser, is an inaugural, or we're calling it an inaugural event, that um, formed uh, from the TDA Sports and Event Committee. Uh, so Visit Newburn, you know, our goal and our mission is to promote and develop uh, Craven County as a uh, premier tourist destination. And we do that in a number of different ways, through marketing efforts, collaboration with groups that are already doing a uh, different events. We do that um, through our convention services work, leisure tours, um, you know, a lot of different strategies go into this. Uh, with this group, with this committee that we formed, um, we really wanted to key in on a something that was trending um, throughout the nation, which is sports tourism. Uh, people will travel great distances uh, to, you know, for their sporting, whatever their affinity is, um, hiking, biking, running, 
Um, in the wake of COVID, we've seen an uptick in people getting back outdoors, and we know that. Uh, so we looked, we formed this committee. We've just been an invaluable group of individuals from all over the community. I mean, we've got city parks and rec, county parks and rec. Um, we have a representative from the YMCA with Kelly Millington. I mean, just a tremendous group of people who've provided a lot of insight to us. And we started vetting uh, various events, and, and the key with all of this was to um, bring in, uh, present something that would bring in visitors, draw interest into Craven County, get that overnight stay. But we also, you know, there was no budget for this. There was no line item. So it was something that was needed to be um, assets that we had, that we could utilize and leverage that we already have here existing in Craven County. Um, and so the, one of the first you know, uh, items that came to mind was running. We have the perfect climate for it. We have the, we're positioned well with our, our streetscapes, the flat surfaces, um, and it just started to take off from there. Uh, the goal was also you know, to create with this run, you know, with amateur sports, which we do well already, uh, you know, people come in, they play their sport or whatever they're doing, and when they get eliminated or when their team loses, they leave. We wanted to create an event experience. So it was about the run, but it was also about what individuals could do while they were here in market. We wanted them to be in the shops, shopping locals, spending money in the restaurants, going to the attractions, because uh, the you know underlying uh, objective was also finding, trying to find an, a weekend or an opportunity on our calendar when there, <laughs> there was a need for uh, an influx or an economic boost. Um, so that's kind of the, the background with how it all started. Uh, and then, you know, from there, the next piece, the critical piece was bringing in Judy with Jay Avery to, uh, to get it all together to create the event piece around it after we got the logistics worked out. Um, I, I don't know if she knew quite the scope of work <laughs> that was involved okay. in this. Always the, but, you know, when you're doing the first event, it's always twice as much as we yes. expect. But yeah. then once <clears throat> everything, the groundwork is laid, it does get yeah. easier and easier. Just a quick question, yep. question for you, because, um, you know, I've been involved with tourism for a lot, a lot of years. And this sounds similar to what we um, really work towards with the MS bike. Correct. Because it was something that, you know, MS was promoting, they were looking for an area. We did that in 2000. We brought them in uh, and worked with them because they brought so many heads on beds. We had the perfect terrain for a bike run. So I see this as being that next big MS bike because when they come in, they take every single room in Craven County. And it really has an economic impact for our community. And our community loves it. They support it. People from all over the state come, and that's what I believe you're trying to achieve. gain or yes. achieve uh, with this trail to try on it. Would, I, would that be correct? Absolutely. I mean, we, of course, <clears throat> a, a local event, we want everybody to come out and support this. Uh, but, you know, we really wanted to cast our net wide with, you know, putting this out and getting visibility throughout the state and beyond. And we've been able to accomplish that. So we're, we get to pull all of the registrations and the demographics, find out where these folks are coming from. And we've got uh, 170 registrants right now. Uh, 60 of them are from uh, the New Bern area, but everybody else is from outside out of town. Very cool. Um, we yeah, saw right. yesterday I did the breakdown and kind of, kind of geeking out on the numbers, and there was 10 that are coming from the Virginia Metro, D.C. Metro area. That's you know huge for this weekend. And it's um, you know, Veterans Day weekend, which is we already have a lot going on. Liz can speak to that. Yeah, and we're going to talk about that mm -hmm. here soon. Kind of <laughs> piggybacking off of the energy from what her group and her organization has been doing. Um, but yes, the, the goal with this was to create an inaugural event that would continue and hopefully pick up the momentum <clears throat> that Bike has because Bike MS is a million dollar plus economic impact to Craven County annually. 
Um, so if we can start to do that and, and then, you know, look at some of the other ones that have been successful. We've got um, News River Bridge Run in the spring, mm -hmm. um, you know, very local. But I mean, they have 1,200 runners. So mm -hmm. if we can start to you know, get that kind of, uh, you know, um, those numbers, then I think we'll be in a good position. Could you talk a little bit about your role in this and what you're doing <clears throat> and um, what your needs may be? <laughs> oh, OK. Um, well, Melissa has uh, dubbed me as the race director. Yeah, little did I know. I shared with the committee the other day when she first asked me, I thought, you know, I don't know why she just can't handle this herself. And now I'm like, oh. <laughs> now you know why. <laughs> no, I know why. It's been kind of all consuming. But um I just lost my train of thought. Yeah, that's okay. It happens to us every day. It happens to all of us. <laughs> <laughs> the big no. piece is the sponsorship. Thing. Yeah, the big piece was the sponsorship. And I tell you what, it was really, um, I don't know, a better word to use than rewarding, making the calls in the community because everybody was excited about it. They were supportive. Um, you know, I had to do face-to-face -face calls. People don't return emails and phone calls these days <laughs> Tell but me it. it's hard <laughs> the excitement about it and you know the questions and how they can get involved in everything it was really it was really neat for it being a new event and you know Newburn has so many events you'd think people were like oh gosh another one and it was not like that at all they were like oh it's a great time of year you know and and they they totally got the reason why we're doing it um so yeah sponsorships so your main sponsor is warehouser okay. And then each of our races has a name sponsor. So we have the Chad Sittig Agency 5K, the Carolina East 10K, and then the Tryon Palace Half Marathon. Awesome. So, again, you know, the name of this is Trail to Tryon. So this was a, a real um, homage, I guess, mm -hmm. to Tryon Palace and to you know, <clears throat> colonial capital. And I think it was appropriate and so the race will start and end at Tryon Palace, or how does that Yes, happen? it starts at the, actually, and this is kind of the cool thing, I think, is that the palace has arranged to have a cannon shot off. So each uh -huh. race, there will be a cannon, That's a live really cannon. Cool. I mean, nothing's going to come out. It's just the yeah. noise. <laughs> a live noise. <laughs> Let the residents know. Yeah. <laughs> hey, call your alderman. <laughs> And so, yeah, it'll start um, at Tryon Palace at the gates. And then, I mean, they're going to go on just an incredible scenic route, you know, through downtown New Bern and um, Union Point Park and past uh, Cedar Grove Cemetery. And then um, the the 5K or no, the 10K and I think the half marathon will go or at least half marathon will go down Trent Road, um, uh, Country Club through Lawson Creek Park and then and then back down and finish at uh, the History Center. Awesome. Great. Yeah. Yes. Great. Yeah. And so currently have how many runners? 170. 170. And, you know, the other... God, you were like, hoping they were saying like 75 would have been yeah. good. So yes. the, we're working with Run the East, which is the organization that works with the Turkey Trot and, and News River Bridge Run here. But um, they gave us the kind of the baseline that said 75 to 150 for your first year is, is success anywhere in there. So we're at 170 and rising. Um, and that to us, I mean, is, is really a, a good, you know, starting point. And then if you think about that, you know, the other, the way we marketed this was, you know, for um, people to come and spend the weekend and, you know, and so this is kind of a pay to play and we, you know, want them to come in. So they're not coming alone, you know, they're bringing their significant others, their spouses, their partners, their families. And that's the, the goal was, and the intent was to, after having, you know, this finish line celebration, we put together with vendors, food trucks, uh, there's going to be entertainment, Barry the Hatchet's going to be there. 
Um, so a lot to do. Um, then they also will have shuttle service from the hotels where they're staying into downtown on a consistent loop. So you, throughout so the you can see this is really an undertaking. You know, it's not yes. just, oh, yeah. okay, <laughs> I'll come and run the street. Here's the yeah. route. Absolutely. I mean, all the little pieces that all the you have parts. to put together. And I think, you know, just even yeah. with a march that you're Absolutely. doing, all the little pieces all the stops little pieces. along the way. And I think one of the biggest pieces, and I hope people listening out there and you're going to share, of course, this will be rebroadcast tonight at 6 p.m. on 96.3. Thank you, Henry Hinton. Yes, Henry. Thank you very much. Um, and uh, you don't want to miss it. But the biggest part of it is we need volunteers. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So talk a little bit about what those needs are and what a volunteer would do if anybody's interested. OK, we probably have over 100 volunteer positions that we need to fill. And that is on top of the cheer groups that we'd like to have along the race. Our our committee is telling us, because um, many of them are runners, Melissa and I are not. <laughs> <laughs> so glad I'm not on that committee. <laughs> it was a very strategic placement of all of these committee members. Yeah. We knew what we were doing. <laughs> but they said that, you know, one of the, I don't know, I guess the best things or, you know, a, a much needed thing is to, is to have groups along the route cheering you on so you're not just you know especially if you're I don't know in the lead which I wouldn't know about I'd be the last one coming in but out there all by yourself you know there's people along the line yeah Yeah. to cheer you on but um we have um we're going to be stuffing the swag bags um each of the runners will get a t-shirt and then um, a lot of the sponsors are putting goodies together uh, in in a bag and so they'll get that at check-in so we're stuffing the bags on Thursday before the race and then on Friday we'll have check-in at the visitor center from 12 to 8 and so we need volunteers for that and then Saturday we have everything from uh, man in the water stations we have seven water stations along the route and they'll be you know handing out water and what's that stuff goo Goo or something there's this gel that they for their lips so they don't get chapped no it's it's like a protein oh very fancy we're learning all kinds of things yeah we're (laughs) like no idea can you spell that i think it's pronounced i think it's spelled g-u okay very anyway (laughs) yeah so um so the water stations and then we're gonna have people at the finish line everybody that everybody that finishes gets a, a finisher medal oh how neat looking yes proud to try it on i mean can you get a close-up of that eric Somewhere so people can see this neat looking. Move uh, yeah. close metal. to this one, and then yeah. he'll get it in there. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody that finishes gets a finisher medal, and the, depending on the race, it's a different color ribbon. And then um, I guess I'm getting off track. No, you're not. It's about. totally fine. Okay. Don't worry about any track. And then um, first, second, and third place, we have 13 different age categories. And so first, second, and age, first, second, and third place, male and female, in all 13 categories will get a pin. Oh, there So nice. they're so, uh, gold, silver, and bronze, and that'll attach to that. And then we have overall first, second, and third in each race, male and female, um, a different prize for the top prizes. Um, so we need people at the finish line to hand these out. Um, and then the really big need is going to be, um, we need route monitors. 
you know, because we're going to have arrows and signage and stuff, but you, they are, were told best practice is to place people at every turn. So somebody's saying, you know, go this way because you don't want to be just running along and not paying <laughs> exactly. attention. Yeah, and and like, I don't know where to yeah. go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so that's <laughs> really important. Emotional is funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be my luck. I'd be running around. I'd be running it, and you'd run straight when the, it's a yeah. curve. Yeah. It's like, I miss something, you know. And a lot of these runners, though, you know, I'm communicating with a lot of them, and they, I guess, program it into their watch, so it'll tell them. But, you it's know. It is helpful. Yeah. We've so got full support from the city. It's a, a, a city-sanctioned event, um, and we're going to yeah. have, um, you know, additional Newburn PD is going to be there as well. So. Um, they're kind of, you know, at our disposal, so to speak, in terms of where and what the need is. Um, but the community help and support would be great for additional okay, so those, oh, yeah. uh, those of you that are listening, you know, this morning, we're on Newburn Live and be listening tonight on 96.3. How do they, if they're interested in volunteering in any capacity, check in, you know, stuffing, <laughs> um, route monitor, whatever. Um, how do they reach out? Okay, so one thing that <clears throat> I'm going to backtrack just a minute and, and mention this real quick is that um, this is an in-person run and it can be a virtual run. So if you just want to, um, you know, support the race itself, support the American Legion, you can sign up and run virtually also. Really not sure how that works. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> when that came out in COVID, I was like, how does this work? Do they yeah. get timed? Yes, you have timed and then I think you turn that in to get certified. Do you mail them like a timer or so, do they time themselves? I, you know, we'll have to ask I don't know. <laughs> what do they do? They go on their I own route? I genuinely so have no home. idea. They're at they home. They go on their that, own. Yeah. yeah so okay. they're at home. So yeah. they're not like sitting behind a screen going like this. No, <laughs> no they're running. Cool. No. You know, a cup you of coffee. On yeah, I'm running. Everyone did during COVID. That would be my run. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I did want to mention that. And then what was the question again? I'm sorry. Guys. Oh, how did they get here? Oh, okay. So, um, there's a link on the visit Newburn website. Um, probably the best way is just Google trail to try on and it pops right up. Yeah. So you can go, go on there and you can register for the race, the, the in-person race, the virtual race. It's visit Newburn.com. Visit yes. Newburn.com. The easiest way to find it is just Google trail to try on. We're putting it in the comments for you. But then there's also um, a volunteer um, sign-up link. Sign link, and you can and it shows all the different um, uh, volunteer opportunities, the time slot, what it involves, all that kind of stuff. And then all of our, all of our volunteers will get a free T-shirt, and then they'll get a, a food coupon if they want to come to the celebration after and eat and enjoy the games and all the activities, they can do that too. So, yeah, lots of opportunities. And, you know, if you're new to the community, you're listening for the first time, you're new to our community, this is a great way to meet people, oh, get yeah. involved, see what's going on. So lots of lots of good opportunities. And uh, we hope everybody's going to be sharing our little show this morning mm -hmm. anyway. Yes. So uh, you'll share it with others. I'm always amazed, Liz, that when I go back, like I think last week, we had 250 views. Because well, you know, I think they, people watch it like share, later in the they day, do, and they yeah. share it, and they don't they don't want to miss us. So yeah, we might say it's because you're so gorgeous. You look like a no, gourd. no, 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 no. They they just, it's They're they don't want to miss anything. if we say something. Yeah. Oh yeah, look, <laughs> and they go zing. I like to be a little bit more optimistic than that. <laughs> One more thing I do want to mention as well, um, and you know, especially with Liz sitting across from me, but the. Um, so Friday, when we have the packet pickup and the check-in at the visitor center, that is also going to be going on during the March for 22. 
Uh, so we're looking forward to being able to tell Where people. Where is Packet Pickup? Right at the Visitor Center. Visitor on, Center. In, it's um, on South the Front Chamber. Street. Okay, got it. So we can redirect oh, cool. and tell it's people to go right over Very to Newpoint cool. Park and help cheer those folks in. Very cool. Um, and the um, end proceeds or the net proceeds from this event are going to go towards the American Legion. Oh, so, yes. Um, it's, it's also, you know, it's recognizing the good work that they're doing, but the weekend and, and the reason that, <clears> you know, we're... Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I think it's great. I'll tell you, Liz, if you get me real motivated and I have a short thing, I would love to participate in Trail to 20 to, you know. It's so I, I, short. It's very short. You could cheer their people on and then well, walk with us. Yeah, I want to I want to do or something. vice versa. I want to do something. So I just we'll have to. Yeah, because it's so those veterans that are why ah. we're not cheering people on in Russia or Chinese. That's amen. We amen, gotta, amen, yeah. amen. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they don't want to miss. Gotta make sure we. And, and I just, I think my father spoke to me and said, "You do this." Oh yeah, I can see him saying that. So anyway, want to do it. So that's a great way to combine. And a lot of people have Friday off, so yes, it's easy for them to travel here to Newburn. That was especially easy for them to just sit there and cheer people on. Yeah, that does mean. I'm a lot. gonna go off on a little. Please do rant here. Um, my veteran plug. I'm gonna have a lot of them for you guys. So Carteret County decided. I'm going to decide if I should do this politically correctly or not. Carteret County decided that they're not doing their Veterans Day parade anymore. So there are no Veterans Parades anymore, east oh, of 95, yeah. to the that. level that so Carteret bad. County's was. Carteret County's was the largest, for anyone who didn't know, east of 95. Uh, and now it's gone. And it's gone because the city decided that they didn't want to shut down a main road. So to really say how incredible New Bern, Craven County is, they don't care if you guys shut down roads. Yeah. They encourage it. You have the day off for Veterans Day. Get outside and cheer on trail to try on. Cheer this on because we are the most veteran-friendly city in this state at this point. So get out there and support these causes. If you can't run, run virtually behind your computer right. and throw some money at it. Like I don't. So, so let me ask this question. So then going I'm forward, getting heated. will the March for 22 be our Veterans Parade? Yeah, so... Ed Hughes. I don't know if anybody knows Ed Hughes. Yes, He's one of my faves. Um, don't get him started on this because he is heated. He has volunteered as the Craven County Parade Coordinator. So he's already gone to the city and he was like, I'll do it. I'll do it all. And anybody who knows Ed knows he's trying to retire more. So this is, um, yeah, I think we're going to work in coordination because the police departments have already supported March for the 22. I think we're going to use that to add on, throw some cars in it down the road. Yeah. You've already got the people. And then that would take Carteret County's tiny. It would make them look tiny because at this point we'd shut down all the roads. So I didn't know I'm happy to assist. Heck yeah. I've done a few parades before. So I will send you his way. Yeah. He's going to need all the help. <laughs> Anything he can get. I can do. But yeah, I say that all to say go support Trail to Try On because it's the support. It might not seem like it, but that shows the city and the county what this, what our people care about. Right. Totally agree. Right. So good morning to our good friend, Marianne. Um, she says, good morning. Great to see four amazing women make it happen. Aww. So And don't you. forget our handsome Greg up there. Oh, yes. Also that, he was first. Yes. First and foremost. Um, I, can I take an aside really quickly? We're doing asides everywhere I, here. Give, give a shout out to uh, my, my sweet Ashley Hal, who's on here this morning. Of course, she's very involved with the uh, Junior League, and they're in the process of... Uh, Collecting uh, used uh, evening gowns, gowns yes. for prom. Oh. So for um, oh, young ladies cool. that can't afford a dress, 
uh, they're just having them out there. They'll have a shop where people can come and get prom dresses. Ashley, you need to get with me. I have two. They're grossly yes, have, out of style. Yes, but you can have them. Hey, I think I still have my prom. There you go. It's probably about out of style. style. Yeah. I don't know who will buy it. It's about 50 years old. <laughs> you know. Anyway, so shout out to Ashley and uh, the junior women and uh, yep. junior league. What I'm going to do is probably have them on the show in the next week or two. But um, we're like, wait, yeah, okay. so we have the website, up. a gorgeous website. What have yes. we left off about Trail to Triumph? Um, the one thing I don't I, we didn't we just barely touched on is that um, in the late afternoon, I think it's like from three to eleven. Um, tap that craft wine and beer is um, going to put their party bus, I guess, Ooh. in shuttle. <laughs> Very fun. In service, and it's going to make a loop between all the host hotels and have a drop-off downtown and then or a drop-off and pick-up and a drop-off and pick-up in the Beer Meter Triangle. Very cool. So we're going to, you know. We'll drop off in that parking lot that's next to Freshwater. And yeah. Tap that. Thank you, City of Newburgh. Because I can testify <laughs> that there's nothing that makes you feel better after a run than a lot beer. of beer. That's what we yeah. Yes. A lot of beer. So yeah. We'll have that. The carbs. Beer yeah. and ice cream. I went, when we worked, yeah. I worked that one run or whatever it was, that was the two most asked things. Yep. It was beer and ice cream. Not together. <laughs> but so, yeah. So we'll keep them here and, you know, hopefully show them a good time and and they're you know well the other thing too i think is um melissa's been talking with a lot of the merchants and encouraging everybody to offer some sort of a discount or a free item if they show their race bib Ah, or their medal very cool yeah yes or your medal very cool um you know just to kind of continue to show those uh registrants and those people love and and yeah well that's it newburn is great supportive community no matter what we do and we are always willing i know the merchants just to say thank you for coming we appreciate you being here and it just makes it really good so we've got about four minutes so um you know additional comments and anything about the trail this trail to try on race People want to run. Can they still have yes. time to yeah. sign up? The deadline to register is October 31st. Um, one thing you'll want to watch for after the race, though, is um, we have two photo booths that are going to be on site, um, thanks to Century 21's Atune Reigns, and that people will be able to post instantly to their social media. So we're hoping just to Very flood cool. social media cool. with race pictures the day of the race. Ah, that'll be really cool. And so that always makes it really, uh, really nice. So lots of comments telling us good morning. We've got a lot of people watching us today. And, you know, if you're a runner, if you're not a runner, if you want to be involved, another great event for the city of New Bern. This is just awesome. Uh, and let me remind you, when I say city of New Bern, I do mean the greater area. You know, Oh, yeah, we always get mean, yeah. up on, you know, this is not a city of New Bern race. It's not a it's no. a Craven County. We're all inclusive. We got to get off this hang up no, you know, our, sooner or our later. Our committee is for is about <laughs> Craven County. It just so happened this was the first event. Mm-hmm. We'll right. More to come. Lots of uh, further discussions and planning and. I'm um, looking at ways we can, uh, you know, look for things on the water, water activities and events. So and more the, to come. Yes. And it's always good to have Melissa here because um, she's just the the wheel behind what is happening in tourism. And we're really appreciative. And um, as a matter of transparency, yes, I'm a board member um, and she is my executive director, but she does an excellent job. And we'll get you back because we've got lots of stuff coming up in the next couple There's of months. So with, much. You know, light up the season, Barry <laughs> Mary, New Year's Eve. And, you know, Newburn's just got got it going on in the next they're, month. They need a full hour, I feel yeah. like, for Barry Mary. I mean, and 
Yeah, we'll get perky twinkle toes here if we can. (laughs) She would love to talk about what's going on. It's always a pleasure to have her talking about it. But uh, we want to let everybody know, too, next Saturday night, there'll be Trick or Treat in the Streets in downtown New Bern. That's Saturday? It's next Saturday. That is my favorite. That was my first event I saw here. Let me tell you One of my favorites. We've already Mm -hmm. got 40 businesses committed to give out candy. Wow. So it's going to be a great loop to walk around. Uh, we've also got some residents that live in this area handing out candy. We're really excited about that. There's going to be a witch's ride. There'll be a movie that night. We're going to have food trucks in the Talbot lot so that we can have additional options for people coming downtown that are family friendly. So lots going on. We'll give you details next Friday, but you don't want to miss. Put it on your calendar next Saturday night, 4 to 6. Trick-or-treating in downtown Newburn. Always a blast. Ladies, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. It's a thank pleasure you to have you come in and talk about what's going on in New Bern. Do you want to like show this because it's so pretty? Yeah, sure. trail yeah. to like try it. It is. Go- oh, look at that. There so you go. Come on, uh, Eric, can you key in on that again? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's beautiful. The trail to try on and the, the look and the way it's packaged is all from our, our phenomenal yeah. marketing agency. Yeah, I mean, look at the water in the background. What a view Governor Tryon had every yeah. day when he woke up. Him yeah. and his wife, Margaret, they would just probably stand by the window and go, and I do beautiful? love the try-on branding theme <laughs> that Noah yes, talking about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we do too. It's amazing. It's been amazing. So it's yeah. great partners. And then, yes. you know, what other backdrop do you have when it's you start running like this? Right. So stunning. Right. If only you could see it as you're running. Well, thank you again. We're going to go ahead and, and make the switch now as we've got our guest, Victor Dove, coming on. And um, thank you, ladies, again. Yeah. Thank so you. So, Liz, this is a good time as we transition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. give a little veteran Oh, update. gosh. So I have a lot of things to rattle off for everyone so i hope everyone has a piece of paper um the first thing i want to talk about obviously i'm going to start at the beginning of the month is going to be a cemetery cleanup at greenwood cemetery ah so you're starting to no green greenwood we've already cleaned okay but we're doing a cleanup so that's november 7th it's a 9 a.m start time that information is on march for our american legion post 539's website um, Facebook page. So if you go to our Facebook page, you'll see an event, 9 a.m., Cemetery Cleanup, Greenwood Cemetery. The next day, 9 a.m., you'll see us at Evergreen Cemetery. Okay, so you're starting to yep. work over there. That is going to be a much longer day because those those headstones have not been cleaned yet. Um, naturally, the 10th of November is the Marine Corps' birthday, so everyone should recognize their Marines. And on the 11th, we will be hiking from... Piggly Wiggly in Maysville, all the way to downtown New Bern. We are pacing double participants this year from our signups already, so it will really be that Veterans Day parade you were hoping for. And I'll talk more about that at the end. Welcome. Yeah, Good great, great. Thank Ooh. you, Liz, for the update. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay, that sounds good, but lots going on. So much going on. And and all good things. I want to remind everybody, tonight is Mum Feast this weekend, Friday and Saturday night. We'll eat Dining outside. in the streets. There's going to be a wine tent. Yep. There's going to be a stage with music, so lots going on. Um, we, we'll check that out and update it again at the end. So... You're so handsome without it. Good you morning. Don't need welcome. Thank you. Um, I'm welcoming now Victor Dove. He is a candidate for Board of Education District. Tell me again. District four. District four. And um, also you need to know that he is the incumbent. He is currently um, in that seat right now. And I play the role of asking all the new people questions. So okay. what is District Four? District Four encompasses um it starts in Trent Woods, the Pembroke. Go across the bridge, the Ghent area, um, 
all the way down Trent Road up to Simmons Street. So if you're on Trent Road, the left side, the right side, all the new apartments, the old apartments up to Lowe's, all the way to the Riverside's, Riverside, Sunnyside, that's downtown. A huge a area. District. It's a so large district. Duffy Field, Trent okay. Court, Craven Terrace. Ooh. Yes, all of that. So I call it the heart of New Bern. Okay. The heart of okay. old New Bern. Uh, you know? I, I hear that. And tell everybody who, who may not know you. Of course, I, I know mm-hmm. you. I know your family. I know your brother, Julian. I see him being dropped off at school in St. Right. Paul's. Yeah, I see you just had another St. Paula. Yeah, kids just went there. Mm-hmm. So uh, tell everybody a little bit about who you are, what you do, so they can you know get to know you. Well, I'm Victor Dove, born and raised here in New Bern, North Carolina. Um, went to private school, St. or Catholic school, I like to call it. Went to Catholic school from kindergarten through eighth. Um, went to New Bern High School, Craven County Schools, through high school. I went to college. College, I left early because my now wife became pregnant. I'm, you know, I don't endorse that. But <laughs> we stayed together, so I do Amen. endorse yeah. that. You did endorse and we've it. Been, I have an amazing wife, Michelle Dub. My daughter's Taylor Dub. We've been together 24 years. I, so I left college when her father said, No, what? You're pregnant? You're coming home. I'm going to take care of my baby because she wasn't my baby at that point. And at this point, I was with for so for so much, but with appointments and everything, I just, in hindsight, I would not repeat it, but I panicked, dropped out, and went to D.C., started in bombing school, and said, let me get my future started because I have a child on the way. Because I, I went to college to really to get away from home. I knew I was going to always sell it at embalming school. So I went to UDC, and um, I finished embalming school. That's the University of District of Columbia. And eventually came home after I graduated, and we, and we were married. And ever since then, I've been working in our family business for now 24 years. Which is? Oscar's Mortuary. Yes. Okay, yeah. We know, uh, but some people might not know. Right. We know that. We know that. Right. But it's good for people who don't know exactly. you. That's why you're here today, for people who don't know At you, la- exactly. to um, understand who you are and what you've done. Of course, um, and Oscars is in the district. It is yes. right on Trent. It's at the uh, foot. Pembroke. I say the foothill of the Trent of, of the Pembroke Bridge, coming into yep. Pembroke on Country Club Road. We on the right hand side, right over to the right hand side, going to the Trent Woods. And the family there has we. been involved in this for many, many years. Of course, your dad, Sunny Dove, which I. I saw he just yes. had a His birthday, birthday was October yeah, celebrate him. And, you know, what a great man in our community. Everybody knew him and loved him. Do you and see him? He's sitting right here. I know, honey. He's with you all the time. <laughs> but, you know, right I, I have to say this. He, he raised three fine children. Thank really. you so much. Um, Thank you. You know, there's, there's no doubt about it. But so now you got into this role um, because you were appointed yes, to, the, ma'am. to the seat. And how long have you been on it's the been board It's been last, I mean, March. March made a year. So about a year and a half. About a year and a half. You were appointed. Yes, ma'am. Can someone explain to? I am genuinely new to New Bern. Yeah. I'll explain. Um, the the person that sat there, Miss Beatrice Smith, she moved up the county commissioner. Okay. Right after um the great Mister Johnny Sampson passed away, and she moved into his seat. Um, at that point, I was asked by several people, also Miss B. Smith, she had always wanted me to take her seat. For at least the last two cycles, but I just knew I didn't have time, and I don't know how I'm finding it. But God opens up. How, you know how He split the Red Sea, <laughs> so He's opening up my days to find time 
to do this. And um, that's when I applied. It was an application process. So I just answered the call. I applied. And the board thought that I was the best candidate. And that's how I was selected. Very cool. And now the elections are here. So now to keep and maintain the seat, the people have to speak. And whatever they say is what it is. So this is your first election. This is my first election. How are you feeling? Is it stressful? Uh, I'm not, I'm not about the campaigning. So, but I'm, I'm learning. If I ever had to do a campaign again, I know what to do now. I didn't know in the beginning, you know, I've had some amazing people rise themselves up because I didn't reach out to anybody. I was just going to, Hey, let the people speak. I feel I've done a great and amazing job representing everybody from all walks of life, black, white, Latino. I try to reach out for Burmese um, I've, I've represented all socioeconomic levels and I say my body of work should be exhibited in what I've done. So let the vote speak. But I found out that you have to put some effort into it. So that's been a challenge trying to become a politician because I'm not, you know, and I, I prize, I pri prize myself, praise myself on saying that I'm not a politician but um, I guess I have to learn it a little bit yeah. for this well, I season. Have very, I have very succinct thoughts about that because everybody is, I don't care what you're saying, everybody's a politician. No matter what it is, you're a politician in your home, you're a politician in your church, at work, when it's something that you're passionate about. Absolutely. And so when you're passionate about it, you give voice to it and you try to get others to understand what your position mm -hmm. is. That If that's being a politician, then we're all right. politicians. Yeah. So uh, unfortunately, we have demonized that word mm -hmm. and made it to seem like it's bad. Mm -hmm. And it's not. If you have an opinion, you should be able to voice that opinion mm -hmm. and then back it up with facts or not. But what do you think is probably the most important issue facing the school board today? That's a good question. The most important issue in facing school today, I believe, is um, we all say learning loss, but I say continuing learning. And what I mean by that is at the end of the day, a child needs to know more than he knew before he came in the door. Amen. Now, do I know the politically correct, the educationally correct way to put that? But my heart says if a child walks in the door today, he should go home at the end of the day knowing more. And that should happen each and every day. And when that stacks upon another, by the end of that year, that child will be that much more smarter. So learning to me and retention of what they learn is the most important thing facing education. I know we have a lot of other um, trigger points that I can throw out there, but at the end of the day, it's about the kids learning, becoming adults, and being able to actively participate in society and provide for their families. So how does the school board make that happen, though? I mean, is that the school board's role? Is it the teacher's role to make sure? Is it a combination? I mean, what? Well, in my opinion, things are changing. When I came on the school board, when I've gone to my training, they tell you the role of the school board. And the school board's role is not as involved as, as it has become. So if I wanted to stick to the rules, our school board really does too much. According, this current school board. Right. Okay. I just we do too that. much. However, I do recognize that, I mean, there was a day and time where women couldn't vote. <laughs> but now they can. Yeah. Things change. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So with things change, and I understand that the role of a school board has to change as well. So when I came on the school board, I came onto the school board to change already taking place. 
So I kind of just fell into that mode of this new style of a school board. Our role to me of that school board is to know what's being taught in school, not just trust that something is being taught well. We need to know what's being taught in school. We need to also, even though they say we shouldn't investigate, we need to investigate, reach out, and stay in contact with stakeholders to get their opinion on how it's affecting and being useful or used with their children. We need to know that what we expect to be effective is being effective. And if not, we need to intervene and make sure that we come to the table with those in charge, with us, with stakeholders, and let's try to make Craven County as strong as possible. And I do think that central, our central office is doing that. I, I see their heart. I'm working with them all the time. So I do know that that's what their goal is as well. It's just we have to come together, which we are. I feel we are together. But we have to stay together and just continue to work hard to make things better. There's room for improvement in anything we look at. So I'm not saying anything is perfect, but I can't demonize and say it's not good either. A lot of problems I think could also fall outside of school. Anything a child is taught has to be reinforced. Some children may not have to be, you know, pushed at home to do things. Some children just might get it, but some children may not. Sometimes when we get home, we have after-school programs, we have parents, we have aunties, uncles, older brothers and sisters. Everybody has to participate in this day of time because we have so much distraction. Our children have iPads, iPhones, television, friends. <laughs> so school is not like it was when I was in school, even though I feel I'm a young man. But it's totally different now. So with all of these distractions that we welcome into society now, it takes more um, human interaction with these children to reinforce the education that's being taught. So I think parental involvement and community involvement is a big factor that may be that missing piece that we need so much right now. As a now. school board member, how can you help with parental involvement? That's we really problem. can't. That's that's yeah. a society issue and we really you know, can't. a cultural issue that you know we have to strengthen families and that that family unit. I mean, you are the success you are because you had a family unit. I mean, I'm sure mm -hmm. you realize when your father said something, you did it, didn't you? Right. <laughs> there exactly. was no if, no answer, if but, but so many don't it. have either a father figure or the mother's or something. And, and it's not a stable situation, so therefore it presents problems in school. And I know I've heard that from school teachers for many years that, you know, it's hard for them sometimes to teach because they're dealing with so many other issues. So I guess on that note, uh, moving away from your school board position to alderman position, are there any community programs that you're really pushing or you want to support that would sort of offset that, make sure the child, if they don't have that support, can get it somewhere? You will read my mind because I was going to say, when I spoke about parental involvement, no, we can't control that, but it's important for parents that may lack. And when I say parents that may lack, let me include myself because it came a certain grade when my daughter attained that me and my wife couldn't help her anymore. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. happened. Happened. So, yeah. so yeah. I'm hey, not, I so when I say you. that, I'm not throwing any parent no, under the bus. No, no, no. We Everyone understands that. We right. all understand. And I mean, I don't, I, I, I'm almost ashamed to say this. I think it was around the fourth or fifth grade. We had to back up on some some math. I like, I, I took that, but I don't remember that, sweetheart. You have to learn it right now. You, I don't need that anymore, but you have to learn it. But um, there are some programs, um, you know, 
school, we had the Boys and Girls Club. You know, now it's certain schools, it's a few schools now that they have tutoring programs after school. You know, it's like an hour and a half after school, two hours. Some children qualify for even bus transportation home after tutoring is done. Then we have a program right on Broad Street. It's called the Life 3 Center. It's the Old Smith Drugstore. And that's a program that's free. Um, Newburn Parks and Rec. They have an after-school program, and it's teachers in that program. It's teachers at Life 3. Um, I'm not that familiar and involved with the Boys and Girls Club to know if it's teachers there to help with homework, but those are the types of programs that when there might, may be some type of lack where a parent can intervene and help a child, they need to know these programs because those programs are there to partner with us, send our children there to get that help that they need. Is the school board then, you know, reaching out to make sure that information is being shared? Well, I'm only one. That's what I can say. I did bring Life 3 to the, a school board meeting. Um, the politics of getting them so much involved with schools, is, you know, when it comes to school boards involving a school, of course, you know, it's legalities, it's liabilities, yeah. it's things of that nature. So, um but putting the word out definitely could be upon teachers. I mean, but I personally think a lot of times people know. There was a program last night a young lady did to inform parents on the um, EC program. Not many people came, you know. So they say build it and they will come, but it just doesn't happen like that all the time. Yeah, and then people complain sometimes saying, well, I didn't know. Right. Put it out there and you're doing the best yeah, right. you can. You're yeah. doing the yeah. best you can. And that's why I want to say even with edu- when you're doing the best you can, and it's not working out, it's always going to be seven people, i.e. the Board of Education, that's going to get the blame for everything. Well, and, that's typical. Right. I mean, not all of them no matter what you right. do, yeah. it's never enough. You miss something. You didn't say the right thing to this person, that person. You know, with that being said, you know, lots of controversy in the, in our country right now. Mm-hmm. School board seems to be the number one topic everywhere you well, go. Well, can I be honest about that? Yeah, I, I want you to. That's why you're here today the and a little bit board, this whole the CRT school board thing. Topic, oh, I love to talk about that one too. <laughs> the school board topic that popped up all over the nation at the same time wasn't organic. You know, if you notice, it was happening in Virginia. It was happening in Texas. It was happening yeah. in Georgia. It was happening out West. It was happening in Virginia and that is not, at the same time. And it's not just that topic. And I think if people would just realize, I don't care who you are, if they would realize that our arguments are not organic arguments, they are fed to us so exactly. we can get angry and then avoid what's really going on. Oh, my gosh. Imagine the things we could get done. But mm-hmm. I'll, you can go can I speak to the, now, This is the whole show. <laughs> yeah, sorry. My well, bad. anyway, I found a rabbit hole to go down. I'm going to be quick. Uh, we, got, we had two hours, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to be quick. Two but, uh, minutes. <laughs> I found a rabbit hole to go down. And it was. And if anybody, just Google. And many people might not know about this. If you Google school board boot camps, and that will show you. And go down that rabbit hole, and that will show you how not organic this movement was and I believe that they're using us the the actual citizens that's at this level to be their um, pawns on a board to be at odds with one another all I would like for people to do is with these issues don't hurl accusations without proof or solutions if you have a problem somebody comes to me and say you're teaching CRT in school and I'm on a board what are we doing what is it what's being taught well, no, that was just an example I'm giving you. 
I don't want examples. Tell me actual things that happen here in Craven County so I can deal with that because I don't want any child. And let's just keep the the goats, whether you can um, get to them. Let's keep it what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about right now in Craven County, I, I can't focus on the country, but in Craven County, I don't want any white child to feel like slavery was their responsibility and to go home feeling depressed about it. Any teacher that will make any child feel responsible for something that nobody in this room or in this day and time had Amen. had something to Amen. do Amen. with, Thank you for I don't that. believe they should be teaching well, in Craven like County schools. To sort of add on to it that. It doesn't happen, I don't believe, though. We all have parents, and all of us have seen our parents do something that we haven't agreed with. Mm-hmm. And in the same way, we should never, as children, as adults, be held responsible for what our parents did. Exactly. Hold yeah. us responsible for what we've done. And so I'm glad you said that because I think we can all connect to that. It's but not the just, issue is, is it really happening here? That's the question. If it's happening here, tell me the name of that teacher. Show you the document. Yeah, show me the name of that teacher because I'm with you. I don't think they should be doing that at all, you know. And I'm just seeing some terrible things. It's not in... I just want to make sure I'm perfectly clear. I I have no circumstance where that it's happening in Craven County, but across the country with all this sex stuff and everything like that, it's just, you know, I guess I come from such a different background. We didn't have anything like that. And to see some of the books they're using in schools mm-hmm. and everything like that, I just want to make sure that that never does come to Craven County mm-hmm. and how we protect against mm-hmm. that. And. You know, um, let's talk about it. Yeah, be like, more specific. Just you know, yeah, you don't even have to. Have you don't even specific. have to have the. Uh, it doesn't even have to be a specific book, but give me a specific topic that could it could possibly be, and let me respond to it. You know, I guess my biggest issue, and you and I've talked about this, was the whole shutdown of the schools mm-hmm. and the whole mask, and now we're seeing all of that was wrong. I mean, there's just so much back and forth, and I know it was difficult. Um, it, it was difficult to, um, you know, to talk about it and to make that decision. I'm so glad I wasn't mm-hmm. in your hot seat. Now, I've been mm-hmm. in my own hot seat and I had to make decisions. And I made them based on my research and facts. Obviously, you made your decision mm-hmm. to keep children in masks mm-hmm. or whatever based on, on your uh, research. But I know that for a lot of people, they never want to see schools closed again. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to see their kids in masks. Mm-hmm. Um, and and how how do we deal with that going forward? Do well, we- at this point now, we're, as since we've gone through and we see the effects, and I believe that um, our nation has got a, a grip on. I, I'm a funeral director. One thing I do know, and I, I don't have the science, but I've, I had people come from every angle giving me the science. But then I had the CDC, the health department, the school advice. I'm like. Ten years ago, everybody would go with that information, and it wouldn't be a problem. But now, oh, don't trust any of these sources that traditionally in the past, somebody from my walk of life wouldn't trust the government because of the Tuskegee Institute and all of that. But now we've come to a point where, hey, they're not going to kill us. Let's trust us. And all of a sudden, in the drop of a dime, when this CRT and that school board stuff I'm telling you about comes about, now we're getting advice from people that we've always listened to the advice to say, don't trust the government. I'm like, wow, where is this? Co- why? You know, give me the reasons. But at this point in time, if there was a spike in COVID, let me say this on the mic. No, I wouldn't vote to put children back in masks. I would say wear the mask that you have. I would believe in social distancing, hand washing. Let's try to 
do as much as we can to stay safe. But COVID was real. COVID was real. And any funeral director, you know, you can go talk to them. Some might say, oh, it was probably pneumonia. It was, you know, but I never buried an additional 60 people in a year with pneumonia before. So maybe it was pneumonia, but it was a worst case of pneumonia. I will tell you that was something. But COVID was real. It was um, alarming. It was very fearful to a lot of people with the transmission. We didn't know. Um, I do see that, though. Um, The results of it, I think it was detrimental to our economy. I think it was detrimental to kids. They're bouncing back, though. Our scores are coming back. Everything is rising. I think our children are very resilient in it, even though it depressed us for uh, two years. I think they're doing a good job coming back. And if it's any children that need attention, we would need to know. Uh, If not us, I mean, I hope they get what they need. I'm not trying to deny that it's affected some kids negatively. Um, I can only speak for the kids that I come in contact with, speak to and see, you know. But I just pray to God we don't have to do that again. And I won't support a a, a shutdown. Shutdowns won't be in our power, I don't believe. Masking, it still it won't be in our power, but if it ever came to our plate, I would just say those that want to wear it, wear it. Those that don't, don't. Right. Well, another question that um, you know has come up is the loss of the amount of students in Craven County. So your um, enrollment is declining pretty steadily, if you looks at. Not really. Not really? Okay, so why don't you address that? Because that's one of the things that... Uh, you know, has has a topic that has come up. Okay, enrollment on the tenth day of of enroll on the tenth day of school, we had twelve thousand five hundred and twenty five students. That's this year, currently. Right, the year before we had twelve thousand four hundred and forty three. So we're going year to year. Of you going back five to six to seven years ago. Now so year to year, we're up. Year to year, we're up. Mm-hmm. Now maybe back ten years ago, maybe not. But you have to think about it. At one point in time, you remember it was only St. Paul's in town. Right. That's Look at all the private the schools that's here now. So it's choices here. So that's one th- reason that it's, um, the enrollment could be dipping. But um, I don't think, and some, it could be, I don't want my child in Craven County. But for the most part, I just think it's options, and some people prefer uh, a more sheltered, separated option in public school. Well, and a lot of people are homeschool. We're seeing the, and homeschool. uh, you know, the homeschooling issue, I, you know, not issue, but trend mm-hmm. is really increasing. People just want their kids at right. home. They want to teach at home. I could never do that. Lord I could never do that. I could not either. I could not, I could not do that. Yeah. I just would not have the patience. I don't think I can make it a full day. Yeah, right. the patience to do that. Yeah. But God bless the people that do do it, mm-hmm. and their children seem to be well-adjusted and successful and whatever. But it takes a very special person to do that and to, to come in. There are other issues that you feel like you want to speak to that are important. Well, people I, I, to know I that, want the people to know um no matter what happens in this election, I, I do have some facts. New Bern, Craven County Schools, is not doing as bad as the pictures being painted. Um, there was a spell where they removed cursive out of school. I want everybody to know cursive is back in school. It's been back in school for years. It's, it, they start teaching it second or third. I think it's third grade. The curriculum begins. By the f- second grade, I think the curriculum begins. By the fifth grade, children are expected to be proficient in writing cursive. So cursive is back in school. Um, this is the first time we, what, what did we receive? First time ever Craven County Schools received a state superintendent's Purple Star Award for having 26 schools dedicated to military freedom. 
Um, Vance, Vanceboro Farm Life School received na- national recognition as a lighthouse school for their work with the Leader in Me program. Um, New Bern High School is a is a like a model Abbott school. Abbott is a whole framework that we use in the school system. Um, originally, it was designed for students that didn't have um, a family member that has ever gone to college. So the framework and the culture of this program, it shows children how to prepare themselves to go to college. Um, we, we were, what was it? In the state, we were 58 last year. This year, we were 48. We moved 10 spaces in one year. That's a big jump. Um, we have many programs involved that's focused on the basics of education. I hear a lot of talk about schools just need to get back to teaching the basics. We are teaching the basics. These teachers are teaching their hearts out, teaching the basics. Math, we have math programs, reading programs. They call them initiatives, where it's a framework that makes teaching, it designs it to be taught easily. So everybody's being taught the same way. Why do we like to teach children kind of the same way? We understand it an individual, but we like to have a, a unique or, or um, we like to have a familiar framework because by, by law, by state law, has nothing to do with us. There's EOGs to take. They're going to have to take them. We can all have a problem with EOGs, but that's and not... Let the, everybody know that EOG stands for end, end of grade, grade yeah. testing. So, yeah. But the EOGs, is it not anything the Board of Education can do about that? So we have to climb higher on the tree and bark up higher. I can go with you all to bark up higher, but that's just a bark that can't come to the school board because we don't, and as all of you know, so a lot of things people think you have the power to change when you really don't. Amen. I you know we're we're kind of getting close to home. I want to make sure that if people want to know more about you, Victor, how can they reach out to you, find you, get more information? Okay, I want to um, address that because I received a comment. I put my Google number in the newspaper, and from that, somebody said, "Well, you're not accessible already." Well, my Google number rings on my phone number. And I will give my phone number out because once I contact you, I'll give you my personal number. But in a newspaper article that's going to be printed digitally, they have um, crawler apps that can, they pick numbers up all over the web. And that's why you get all of these junk calls all right. day. I have a that's, Google number also. You yeah. are accessible if <laughs> right. you have a Google number. Right. right. So that's why I did that. But on this show, I don't think it's printed digitally. So I'll say my personal cell number is 252 Six seven zero one nine two seven. My email is victordove at suddenlink.net. I will give my school email, but that's my personal email. That's Victor Wait, Dove. Do you have a website? I didn't do the website. Okay. I or didn't. a Facebook page? My Facebook, just find my name, Victor Dove. My board of education is Victor Dove, Board of Education District 4. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just want to make sure that people can, you know, reach you, contact you if they have questions mm-hmm. for you, be able to look more. We've also um, put your uh, email address on our site here well, right now so thank people you. can um, access that uh, and, you know, find out more about what you do. Early voting has started. Yes, ma'am. So people can go out now and, and vote. Vote and, for their candidate. Right, and get out there. Um, I believe in uh, for all the people in your district, they would just go over to the... Uh, for early voting? Yeah. We'll go Craven right County. downtown. Yeah, downtown yeah. to the Craven County Admin Building, and they can vote there. Of course, Election Day is November 8th, and you would go to your polling place exactly. on that date. But, you know, I, I as I've said before, get out and vote early. It's so much easier. It doesn't take a long time. You're in and out, and mm-hmm. uh, just 
just a whole lot easier to do than one day mm-hmm. trying to get a bunch of people out to vote is very mm-hmm. difficult. And I know that. <laughs> right, it is. It is. And, and can I have a final thought? Absolutely. My final thought would be um, with whatever Board of Education is in place, to the people of Craven County, please, let's have the mindset to work with and not against. Amen. You know, if we can work together, we will find out that we have more in common than we have apart. If there's problems, bring the problem. And if you have the solution, express your solution so it could be discussed by the entire group to find out is that the best solution. But I want I want people to know that I believe stakeholders should be involved. Um, I believe stakeholders should have choice. But I also believe that certain people went to school and they were educated to do this, and they may just know a little more than me. So I don't want to run in rural education, but I do want educators to understand that I have a child here and my, my, my voice matters. And that's the one thing I will do. I'm going to hear everybody's voice. I'm going to empathize with their opinion. And I will, I've always brought it to the table so that opinion could be heard and maybe we, ha- we could reshape what we're doing if need be. Uh, definitely. You know, it, it's important to listen, to bring your solutions, because I know it's really hard, you know, as as board members, whether it's the Board of Aldermen, whether it's the Board of Education, we make policy. That's what we do. We're trying mm-hmm. to give the people who do the work, city staff, teachers, mm-hmm. the tools they need to do their job. Right. And that's really what the boards do. And sometimes those tools are ineffective, not sufficient enough, whatever, that's when the board needs to get involved and say, Mm -hmm. hey, we need to change things, do things. And unless people, you know, talking about it to your neighbor. Is not talking about it to the board. Right. Um, He's asking to have his phone number. We are not going to post his phone number. We'll get your Google number. Yeah, what's your Google Google number? number? Do you know? (laughs) Somebody's asking for your phone number. (laughs) I knew it for the article. It's 801. Hold on. I could get it real quick. Because I got it just for that. Yeah, I wasn't going to type it. I didn't want to type your 252. Thanks, Skip. We'll we'll go ahead and post it for you. Tell Skip, Skip, if if you contact me on Facebook, I'll send it to you right now. How that sound? You hear that, Skip? I would have thrown it out. I could put, I mean. And his email's on here, too. So I put his email in here. Yeah. Reach out to him. I'm glad that he'll have it. So we've been talking. Talk. Yeah, email me real quick. Victor Dub at Sudden Link. That's S-U-D-D-E-N-L-I-N-K. I have to spell that on the phone a lot because of my Southern accent. <laughs> Everybody thinks I say Southern Link. I'm like, no, Sudden Link. Yeah. Dot net, not I got, dot com. I got, yeah, I got a Yankee net. accent yeah. <laughs> every now and then. Um, all right. Thank you so much. Um, I just want to let you know again that we've been talking to Victor Dove. He is the candidate for District 4. Board of Education, Mm -hmm. uh, Craven County Schools, Uh, please know about your candidates. It's important that you get out there and learn. That's why we open the door to anybody that wants to come on. You know, we've had a few candidates and we we go to the opponents and we say, hey, here's your opportunity to come in and speak. We want everybody to make sure they're getting all the information they can get. Um, Again, in the spirit of transparency, I've known Victor and his family for a long time. I begged him to run for alderman one time. He told me he didn't have enough time. Then he goes on the school board. I was that was not years a, later. I, I know I was not a happy. I was not a happy camper. That was years later. I know it, but uh, thank you for what you do for the community in Pembroke. Of course, you're a household name in right. in the Pembroke community. Appreciate all that you've mm-hmm. done for that community, uh, Liz. We got a lot going on. 
here. Okay, March for the 22.us. Sign up. Yes. Sign up and get there. Get out to Mum Feast tonight. Mom dining Feast. in the streets. All yeah. kinds of good stuff. Art walk tonight. Dining tonight. Friday and Saturday. Ghost Next walk. weekend. This weekend. Yeah, ghost walk. Yeah. yeah. Ghost walk is, is happening tonight. You want to get out there. They had a big night last night in the cemetery. Um, and tonight the houses are open. So get out. So much to do in Newburn. Beautiful weekend. My last plug is go to American Legion Post 539 and help us reclean Greenwood and Evergreen cemeteries. They need some volunteers. Yep. Need volunteers for Trail to Try. Gosh, this has been a great a show. We just don't ever have enough time, do I we? I know we really don't. It's so, crazy. Liz, what are I'll we going to do? See you on the sidewalk. We will see you on the sidewalks, everybody. Have a great day. Thank you. 